0: Welcome back to the only radio show produced by a cowboy for anyone on the freaking planet. This is Podcast Cowboy, available at podcastcowboy.com, also through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. My name is Brock Warner, and I'm a member of the Northwest Professional Rodeo Association. My horse, Simcoe Summit, and I are in the pursuit of happiness and championships. We interview passionate minds and some of the world's best competitors seeking to find an edge. Thanks for tuning in, joining the journey, and making a difference in our world. Welcome back, all you lovely ladies and gentlemen! Back to the podcast corner, podcast cowboy corner. It's been a while. Sorry for messing up my own name, podcast corner, podcast cowboy. As you know, uh, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus these last couple weeks, but you know, sometimes you just gotta bear down and go get, put your nose down and shovel away, at making some money and. Working hard for your family and whatnot. So, and uh, we've had a few few uh, guests who have been, you know, they couldn't quite make it onto the show. And I was supposed to do Shane Proctor, world champion cowboy bull rider, a couple weeks ago, but I couldn't get the record recorder to work on our Skype interview. So, look forward to that, lovely folks. And as you know. Halloween is right around the corner, or Thanksgiving as well, Christmas. So if you need to do that last-minute shopping, go through Amazon.com. But not just go through Amazon.com. Head to PodcastCowboy.com. Check out the website and hit the link right there. It helps me pay the bills and keep this show free to you, the listener. And this last year has been so fun it's been scary it's been a roller coaster for me uh i've had so many ideas about what i want to do with my life i was tired of working at the landfill i was tired of uh putting my body in so- constant contact with any of those elements of you know where you're just breathing in god knows what and Just the stench alone and the drive to work. It was beating up on my car. So I made a decision to follow one of my ideas. I had a college education, so I might as well take advantage of it. And YOLO, right? That's what the kids are saying. You only (laughs) live once. But So another one of my ideas is living back here in my beautiful hometown area of Goldendale and Centerville. I ride my bike everywhere. One of the first things I did when I got out of school was save up some money, and I wanted to just get out on the road and ride my bike. Uh, I, I took a really long trip. One of my, my favorite comedian, Joe Rogan, was down in San Diego. He uh, He was performing, and I was thinking about doing this long-distance bike trip, and I said, I'm going to go down to San Diego, fly down there with my bike, and ride my bike back. And I did. I rode my bike all the way to san francisco where i got on to a train and came home but one of those things that when you're pedaling 100 miles a day is like what are you going to do next with your life what's what's the next step in your journey you know i'm going from a student to now i'm an adult i finally have a little bit of cash in my pocket so what am i going to do and I've pursued being a cowboy, and we we know what's happened with my horse this summer. And uh, so what am I doing now? Well, I'm trying to affect my community the best way I can and still stay positive and optimistic about and staying professional. And so me and Aiden, we ride our bikes all the time. We go over to Hood River. We spend all day over there riding our bikes on the trails, and then we hit a restaurant, we get a burger and a drink, and then we come home back to Centerville. Well, that there is an hour drive both ways for us. And so when I'm riding my bike everywhere out in Centerville, riding back to Goldendale and Centerville back and forth, I think, okay, what's a better way to ride my bike that's not putting me out in danger riding all along the side of the roads? There's a lot of people. Sunsets are dangerous to ride along. So I'm thinking, okay, this is a way we can affect the community and is to put in some mountain bike trails, bike park, do it, take, you know, be risk management about it, you know, kitting people away from the roads, putting them in a place to ride, and then having them have a place to ride that they can ride as a beginner to intermediate to expert. And you know, sort of mitigate that risk management. And so today we have a great show in store for you. We are going to learn about SEEK. SEEK is the Community Enrichment of Click Attack County. And we have Brian Wanless and Linda Williams on the show, and they're going to tell us what they've been doing and all about the nonprofit organizations that they've been helping out. So, Brian, Linda, thank you for. Uh, investing your time into my show, and you're welcome,
1: uh, Brock. Actually, you're welcome. And just listening to you right now uh, makes me kind of excited to see what you know. Hopefully, we can uh, partner up, you know, with some of your ideas. And because community involvement and community action is what C is all about, that's what stands for community Enrichment. So, kind of excited to hear more about what you want to do with your mountain bike. And and I can see a, a, a trail. I mean, just from a casual rider myself uh, between Centerville and. Dale. There's lots of nice uh, locations around here. So
0: Yeah, you oh, look out on those Columbia Hills and you just uh, think, "Well, oh man, this is mountain biking paradise.
1: Especially this morning. If you got up early enough yeah. and saw that sunrise, mm-hmm. it was incredible. So that's something that we look forward to. But uh, Yeah, I'll let Linda introduce herself and, and kind of get us start on what, where Seek came from and what it's kind of uh, long-range as well as short-range plans. Awesome.
2: Well, thank you for asking us to be on the show, Brock. It's been been a little while since we've, we've seen each other, and so this is kind of a special mm-hmm.
0: treat. 4-H.
2: Yes, way back in olden times. He's
1: <laughs> a young sprout. Yes, he was a young
2: sprout <laughs> at that time. Anyway, um, l- let's just kind of talk a little bit about the history about how Seek all got started. Uh, in uh, 2006, uh, Washington State University was involved in a grant that was um, called WSU Horizons. It was funded by the Northwest Area Foundation. And for those of you that are not familiar with what the foundation is, it uh, it stems from the railroad. And uh, Jim Hill was... The uh, person that started the northwest area, uh, the railroad through this through this area. It's, it's
1: not the Jim Hill. That's my brother in law. There are several Jim oh, Hills yes. in Golden Dale. <laughs> oh. So, but there's a,
2: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a Different it, Jim Hill. It was a different Jim Hill, and yeah. he, he was much older than. Sorry this. about that. Again. <laughs> but it, it, through this uh, through this grant, uh, the, one of the things that was identified is the the communities that would be involved would be under 5,000 and uh, 10% uh, poverty. Well, at that time there was a lot of unemployment, and sadly all of our communities within Clickitat and Scamania County qualified to be to put in to be part of the grant. So when we had two rounds uh, in Klickitat County, the first round we the communities that were involved were Goldendale, White Salmon Benchin, um, Glenwood, uh, Trout Lake and Clickitat, and um, and then there was also uh, Stevenson out of Skamania County, and there was it was an eighteen month grant, and during that time we had uh, community meetings, and we and people were able to uh, participate in identifying their assets that they have in the community. Uh, they were able to. Uh, Decide what kind of an action item they wanted to do within their communities to better their community, and then at, after they finished all the qualifications for that, they received ten thousand dollars for their community to proceed on their action item that they came out of. Then, following that, we had another round of of uh, of communities, and at that time, Wishram and Lyle. And uh, Big River, our Native American community, were uh, the, the communities. And they, too, went through that 18-month process. And so one thing we realized is, it, as we talked together within those communities, that we did not have a place if people wanted to go after grants. To uh, At that time, the county and schools and fire districts could no longer... Uh, participate in anything that was uh, outside of their uh, organization. So we started talking and decided that it, a nice step would be if we had a countywide nonprofit where people that wanted to go after grants could be part of our organization. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that- it's kind of hard
1: to believe that there wasn't a nonprofit in Clicktack County. I mean, other than our fire departments or schools and. And schools become public funds, and that's a t- totally different ballgame. So, and we had these funds available through these communities because of that uh, Horizons project, and uh, they all came up with very similar action items, and those are the ones that things that were kind of important. Uh, jobs was number one, and affordable housing was quite, quite, right up there, and one that we're uh, very big on is uh, broadband development, or Confusion, as far as and this is what this is all about, too, mm-hmm. right here with the podcast. And that's something that we're working very hard, diligently, even today. So, but, but beyond that, we had uh, food security, mm-hmm. uh, it's huge here, and uh,
2: education and, and transportation.
1: Edu- yeah, those I mean, that's still key issues in Clickitta County. Right? And we're trying to see if we can't, you know, uh, get people to. What's the word? on am proactive. It's a good word to use sometimes, mm-hmm. and to decide what they want to have best for the community. So, but you got to get out there and get involved, whether paid or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, seek is an all volunteer. There's no payment whatsoever. Yeah. Any yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, with my idea, it's just I'm not trying to get paid for that at all. But I'm trying to make okay. I have a lot of big ideas on how on what it could become. And I think it could become a destination for a community that's already there.
2: Well, the uh, community enrichment for Click Attack County, that's, you know, entrepreneurship, small businesses, those are all part of our our mission as well. Anything that enriches the the community uh, and lifestyle and a healthy lifestyle is something that we really, really focus on. Mm -hmm. And uh, so... you know those things that fit that criteria. Uh, we're willing to take on to, to take a look and see if it fits into our mission, and and we have a variety of projects that uh, we've added on since we first started. So uh, anyway, it's it it's exciting when we think back that we've only been in existence for five years. Some of the things that have happened within that time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Wonder, what's one of your most uh, proud uh, missions you've accomplished? You want to go with Glenwood.
2: Yeah, I would.
0: Go
1: ahead. Yeah, uh, Glenwood, which is a broadband project, but uh, yeah, Glenwood, go ahead.
2: Well, because of uh, because of the work that the community, the individual communities, were working on through the Verizon project, Glenwood uh, identified that one of the the weak links for them to be. Uh, uh, successful within their community and entrepreneurial was that they had no broadband or cell service mm. and that was one of the items that that they wanted to do as an action item at which point Goldendale and which Brian was involved with uh, you know we recognized that there were other communities that also had this problem but we begin a conversation a, a group was formed and The goal uh, within the group was, you know, we need to get broadband to Glenwood. That was our top priority. And because of this group's effort, one of the um, uh, Internet providers was willing to take on writing a a grant because we already had some things in place. They used the term shovel-ready. We weren't quite shovel-ready. But but anyway, so he took this on, and through um, the... Uh, ta- he tagged on to another, another uh, to Noah net and received $3.7 million to bring fiber from up the gorge to a lot of the outlying areas and through that uh, project Glenwood now has uh, internet service uh, there's still some work to be done there but it's it's exciting to see that out of this idea something happened, it took about five years but you know Mm-hmm. Do
1: you want to add anything to that? Well, I mean, we can always add something to it, but the thing is, it's not going to stop right there because we have the other areas, like you know, Pickleton, for example,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Appleton and Snowden. I mean, we have a lot of communities that are just in a location where topography is a problem. Mm-hmm. You we know, have I, a lot of topography <laughs> around <laughs> here. Yes, <laughs> I mean, mountain bikers are like I mean, like that. But the broadband is not successful that way because of the technology. It's just not able to penetrate rock and trees and things like that. But but we're working around that as best we possibly can with the internet providers that we do have, mm-hmm. you know, which we, in a sense, in Clickitat County, at least for the most part, um, we have uh, two, maybe three, that, and there are others too. But besides, you know, uh, the DSL type, uh, microwave type, and we have, of course, satellite is always available here. But, uh, services, service is good in some places and not so good in others. Satellite seems like a dying. I don't know. It may improve uh, as technology improves. It's, it's amazing. Linda is one of the satellite people, and it, it has improved, but uh, there are certain conditions that go with that. Yeah,
0: you got to do all your maintenance in space. <laughs>
2: well, the other part of it, too, is there's a cap on how much usage you can have if you use a satellite. So, uh, you know, there's a downside to that as well. So it's, you know, there's some, there's a lot of work yet to be done, and uh, I think that people are, you know, are still willing to continue to work on it, to find some solutions. You know, as you look at, you know, the different things that broadband helps, uh, safety is an issue that we are concerned about. There's some real blank spots, you know, as far as, you know, uh, safety issues, Uh, there's just... uh, What are some of the Well, we're we're,
1: we're trying to be connected with our new 911 center that's here in town, see, so... Yeah. uh, They have a broadcasting area, and so hopefully that's something that we can tie into and and, uh, make available to add to our cell service. Yeah. uh, uh, Because we do have blank spots there. Uh, We can't have any cell carrier we want in the ClickTab
0: Mm -hmm. area,
1: but... uh, we, you know we have also we've, we've done computer classes too we have done a lot of computer classes and we continue to do that as long as there's a need for that and uh, we will go to the Stevenson we've gone to white salmon we've gone to Glenwood and of course we've had some go-to-dip. we've done that as well and, mm-hmm. and a lot of it uh, uh, is not just like within the schools it's not it's it's separate from with seniors because mm-hmm. seniors are really some of them would like to get on especially with the new tablets that are out there right now
0: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it's neat seeing all. We were talking before the interview about. I was telling you how no one knows what a podcast is, or very few, or you know, have been educated to what they are, and that's one of the things that gets me so excited about the future of this show is that you know four in ten people actually know what a podcast is mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. America. So if I can, if I can educate those next six people. Hopefully, that community will uh, show its support.
2: The other thing, uh, too, that uh, broadband really affects is, is: we have a lot of people that have cottage industries or home-based businesses or contractors. We don't always think about contractors having home-based businesses, but they've got, you know, their cell phone or their iPads or whatever, and they're, you know, doing their work uh, on their iPhones, and so. Uh, there's a lot there's a lot to do with uh, helping people get the kind of communication that they need because in a lot of areas when you know contractors are you know out say in an area where there is no broadband you know mm-hmm. their work stops as far as communication mm-hmm. and it's critical sometimes for them to have that kind of uh, mm-hmm. communication with uh, with folks so it's important
0: mm-hmm and so, what, what are some of the areas you'd like to see improvement in, seek these right now?
1: Well, there are two areas. One is financial education. Mm-hmm. People just are having a tough time with, with finances, with the recession that happened, and, mm-hmm. and trying to get themselves back on their feet. And I'm sure that you would have felt so of that, too, as a, as a young family.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, getting out of school right at the tail end of the last recession, '09, is when I got out of school, that wasn't a very good time to get out of school, but there is a lot of opportunity online, and uh, uh, I think many people, you know, once they can get online with the, this broadband idea, uh, that's going to allow them to YouTube anything they want, to learn more, and have access to these podcasts that
1: mm-hmm.
0: have a free education and like one of the podcasts I listened to when I was out at the landfill was a Stanford entrepreneurial class. An actual class from Stanford put on an entrepreneurial course and every week they would have one downloadable episode and it was free on iTunes and that's what... I just keep on listening and get all these good ideas from all these people who've actually gone out and done it.
1: So there's, you know, there's, there's that uh, learning curve too, as far as when you uh, start using broadband or, or at least have the right equipment that you can actually get on and, uh, to get online. And the thing that's important now, uh, because it's not just audio, as you know, uh, there's audio. I don't, with podcasts, there's no video, but, um, it's not that I'm aware of. There I'm, are video yeah. podcasts. Oh, yes, there are, too, because I, I should say that. My wife does a quilting thing through podcasts. It's through a podcast. Oh, really? A oh, yeah. Um, and those kinds of projects, just you know, stamping up and stamping, you know, the, the new thing that's out there for people who put together their nice uh, uh, booklets and so forth from uh, places that they've been to, of course. Uh, all kinds of companies have uh, ways of putting together scrapbooks. Mm-hmm. Scrapbook is huge as far as podcasts. But so, yeah, I mean, it's surprising uh, how important that is uh, because you can bring it to your home. But if you don't have the equipment or do you have the what we're going to call uh, the bandwidth, and that's what we're working on, we're mm-hmm. trying to make sure we get the bandwidth. And what we're talking about there is, is not a 1.5. I mean, dial up is not even anything to talk about anymore. And if we do, it's really ancient history. But we're talking uh, 30. Uh, 30 uh, megabyte connection most people don't know what that means. It just means it's quick enough to where there's no center anywhere anyhow no mm-hmm. matter what you're doing uh, Whether it be video or streaming, you know, because there's a lot of streaming Netflix is huge Hulu Plus is huge and uh, and of course, you know, people like to uh, Be able to talk to their families through Skype. Mm-hmm. It's I mean all over the world It's not something that sits at Goldendale or the state of Washington in the United States It's all over the world of people because Linda's talked to her daughter in Germany uh, that way, so mm-hmm. That's why it's important to have that here. Mm -hmm. And jobs, jobs online. People have jobs and have money in their pocket like you're talking about. They feel better about themselves, and things go health-wise. That makes a big difference. So that's Mm -hmm. what we're, we're trying to push that as much as we can. And Seek will be there as much as we can we have many organizations underneath us, and maybe Linda will talk about that too. Well, as far as
2: I want to go back to to, go. to to what the broadband, and, and not that we wanted to spend the whole entire no. time talking about broadband, but we could.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, but we need to let you know, you know what other organizations have uh, tagged along with us. So, I understand the variety mm-hmm.
2: that we have. We there. have a lot of partner yeah.
1: partners. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, one one thing too is is I know that the schools are very anxious to get. Uh, you know, better broadband into the area because it, it's different now than it was, you know, obviously, you know, 10 years ago. Well, when I was you, 18,
1: six years ago. Yeah. You
2: remember, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, the the young people, they have to do a lot of research, on, you know, online and that sort of thing. And unless you have a good connection, you know, you're, you just have to spend your time at the library. The other thing is, even from when the, we started five years ago on this project, is uh, you know at one time we all had a laptop computer or we didn't all but you know that was if the, you had a computer it was you know everybody used the same computer. Now you have your iPhone, you have your laptop, you have your iPads. You may and your there surfaces, may be certain you know, may and have Android. several different things within within uh, a household and those all take bandwidth and. Uh, For it, example,
1: how many devices do you? Use? I have
0: my computer, my cell phone, and then there's, you know, probably four other four other devices that could possibly come on.
1: Mm-hmm. And that used to be, you know, that, that's, we used to have it as one, I mean, mm-hmm. one to a household. And mm-hmm. we're talking about five as a common number in a household. So it, and they all require that mm-hmm. uh, connection. So, yep. Yeah,
0: and that, changed. that seems that's like awesome. a better option, too, when you talk about the cell phone providers, you know, you know, charging for each uh, device. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the Wi-Fi would be cost efficient in that
2: mm-hmm. regard.
0: Yep, yeah, sure is.
2: And one thing that Brian's involved with it, and is uh, uh, the free tax service that's provided. And uh, the one thing is, do you want to address the fact how everything's online now?
1: Uh f- AARP is who I'm connected with, and it's not for old people, it's for everybody, and that's the thing, but AARP uh, is trying to change, and I think I think even lately they've had a lot of different commercials, I don't know if you saw, some people watch sports, they'll see an AARP, besides um, so other weird stuff, but anyway, they're trying to change the image from something that's, uh, for our elderly, 55 and older, to anybody. Mm-hmm. And, and what is AARP? Ah, uh, I don't know what the acronym is for, but it's American something. Of uh, uh, retired, of uh, retired people, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know it's it's what it is. But retirement now comes in many different uh, stages. Yeah, uh, depending upon your economic well-being. But we have had the last five years of service uh, during our tax time, starting in February, that uh, we will do free tax uh, um, service or filed uh, free tax filing for anybody mm. except for people who have businesses and can't quite touch that. Uh, and we, we have done anywhere between uh, 75 to this last year we did 120 different filings. And everything is online and from now on, from almost this day before, there may not be quite this year because it's something new, but you know, your turbo tax, your tax aids, your uh, tax acts, mm-hmm. and the people that I mean, if you do your own taxes, a lot of people do, um, it's all online, and we, ours is all online, too. And, mm-hmm. and it, these are our secure places, and we file that day. Everything's done. We get a report immediately back that day that everything is okay, or if there's a, a concern, uh, we take care of it. Why,
0: why is this a service you offer?
1: Well, uh, it wasn't a SEEK thing. It was just something that started uh, about seven years ago, not too sure exactly how it got started here, but AERP was the one that thought that the elderly just couldn't afford the kind of pricing okay. that was out there, see, because it, it was a minimum of $100, $120 to file. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was like, finally, what? You don't have any income, so why do you have to you know, pay that? And it, it's a thing that has come across lately, too. People will ask, well, if you're elderly and you don't have any income, why do you file? Uh, the problem is, is, is uh, identity theft these days. And I'm sure you've even heard about that. Yeah. And, and the elderly get caught in that because, uh, unfortunately, family members will take advantage of that and put them as a dependent. And it happens more than we'd like to think. Hmm. So we have the free service. Um, it is free, totally free. We can't even accept cookies, even though we do. <laughs> uh, we going not tell anybody. Uh, strike it out, no. Anyway, yeah, that, that service, yeah, it's, it's important to have that service because our community... Like you said, that two thousand nine. Since that time, that recession was huge. Uh, so we'll continue that service as long as we possibly can. But we've—I've been with it now for five years, and we need some other people that come in, and step up, and provide it. But we get trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trained by uh, very reputable people out of Yakima, and we have to—we have to do tests online. All that we have to pass those tests at eighty percent or better. and We don't like do anything less than hundred. Mm-hmm. So there are uh, four or five of us that. Uh, Go to the Grange Hall here in Goldendale, and uh, we actually go down to uh, the community of Clickitat too, as well. And so, from February through April, mm. we provide that service. So, wow. so that's another thing that we could probably add later on down the road. Mm. For but yeah, because it's free, and people deserve that. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, seems noble. Yeah.
2: So the the other part of what uh, our involvement in in this is that. Uh, Seek put in for a grant with the Department of Commerce on asset building. Now you're going to say, what is asset building? It's about putting more money in your pocket for people that you know on low income or moderate income to try to save families a little little money. And so um, one of the one of the things that the uh, Department of Commerce through this asset building, they they really do require us to have the this project is one of, is one of our uh, uh, things that we do. So, so we work hand-in-hand hand with them on that. The other thing I'd like to mention is, is that we also received a Paul Allen Family Foundation grant uh, several years ago, which also was part of the asset building. So what we did is we took on some projects to help families save money. There was a project called Bank On that was very popular for a few years, and it was, you know, how do there are a lot of people that are unbanked or underbanked, and how can they, um, you know, get a checking account, because for whatever reason, we just assume that it's a privilege, or a right, but it's really a privilege to have Mm -hmm. a a checking account, and so uh, we're still kind of in that discussion on how we can make that happen. Part of it, we had a financial education summit I think that was two and a half years ago, and uh, we we brought in a lot of resources uh, to on fine on finances to to help people. Some of it was on housing, some of it was on banking, some of it was on
1: Just money management. Just money yeah. management, that and, so, awesome. and
2: so and uh, so we we probably will do something like that again this year mm-hmm. uh, because it, it was. I think we had 60 so. people attend that, that workshop. Sounds and, like and, very successful. And and so what we do is if we do a big workshop like that, we usually get some ideas from people on what it is that they'd like more workshops on. Mm-hmm. And so then we may do like an afternoon or a morning, or uh, we've had a young lady that's been very involved with our, our group uh, who's done... Uh, financial education here in Goldendale, uh, White Salmon, and Stevenson, and uh, we're hoping that uh, she'll probably, her
1: name is Karen Long, and she'll probably continue to do that, you know, and seek will be behind her to provide materials, Mm. and hopefully locations for that to happen. So, Goldendale, White Salmon, is pretty much where she she comes and When it's available, we'll get the word out, obviously, too.
2: And another thing that, uh, Brian brought up is, uh, food security being an important part of what, uh, uh, what this group has been involved in. And so because of that, we three, we have three farmers markets that we have, uh, under our wings, so to speak. We have one here in Goldendale, uh, one in Benjamin White Salmon, and then one in, in, uh, Stevenson. And, uh, it's been interesting watching them grow over the years and, uh, and uh, we were told that the one in the bench and white salmon had almost doubled their uh, income. income this year.
1: Oh, wow. Not the so, number of vendors, which is kind of surprising, but uh, you know, people were...
2: But people are shopping there more. Yeah. So that was it. And that that's, was it.
1: primarily a, like, a better uh, consistency. Yeah, made an October type of event, so okay. pretty much all the... Uh, I think farmers' markets are closed. Now. Yeah,
0: I think... Yeah, I was going to talk to the guy here, but they're or closing up.
1: Mm-hmm. Judy. Shin, yeah.
2: And we've provided some some other classes that, you know, workshops that just help people's lives it's a little. Like,
1: like grant writing.
2: Yeah, we did a grant writing class. We had a, yeah, a QuickBooks books. training. Um, and like we said, we did this financial education piece. We've done a lot of, uh, Brian and I did, like he said, we did a lot of iPad classes. And uh, that was a lot of fun. We, we really enjoyed that. And um, anyway, just whatever people want want us to do, we, we try to find somebody to yeah. help out with that. Well, mm-hmm. well,
1: here's here's one reason why we exist. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I got a phone call from somebody uh, who actually works for Puget Sound Energy, which has a plant here. The oh yeah, good thing. And uh, he asked if I was still involved with the nonprofit, and I said uh, I am. And he said, well, we'd like to provide some assistance to your local sheriff because they lost their uh, canine dog. Mm. And so we're going after a grant to help uh, find a new one. Oh, nice. The grant hasn't been, um, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, accepted yet. I mean, they haven't okayed it yet, but I'm pretty sure it will be because it does take a while before, because they have a lot of grants that come through there. So hopefully, uh, we'll be able to have that provided uh, I don't know if that's a surprise or not, whoever might be listening for our S- sheriff's department. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's quite a, quite expensive. But well, that's, we are, yeah. that's
0: terrific. That's yeah, you know, avenue. having a good pet, a good animal. Uh, well, not a pet for no. the those dogs, but they they provide or they have to have so much training in them. I watched uh, PBS documentaries about dogs, and they've gone mm-hmm. into detail about the training. Yes. Of, police dogs, and, you know, seeing blind dogs, and is just amazing.
1: As it as, so as happens, Brock, the, the uh, people I work with for the ARP tax, uh, his name is Joseph Ganel, or Ganel, if I can pronounce that correctly, it's Grants Gagnon, his wife actually uh, goes to uh, where they do that kind of training, and is part of that, so it's kind of small world, mm-hmm. but, uh, so hopefully it'll come out, and the grant, the, uh, the grant is accepted, and the funds will be provided well, I'm glad we're here. That's mm-hmm. uh, the kind of things we like to do. Uh,
2: one thing that uh, was came out of our original uh, uh, Horizons program was education and jobs. Those two things were very important. We are limited uh, within the gorge on higher education for your college, and so this last spring uh, there were a lot of partners OSU. WSU, Clark College, I'm not going to be able to remember them all because there were a lot of partners, and Columbia Gorge Community College, uh, we put on what we called an Education Industry Summit, and there were 150 uh, people attend from, various, from the various uh, colleges and organizations, and out of this whole process, uh, one of the main things that they wanted to move forward on was an intern project and working with industry, and how do you place someone in, an in in some of the industrial areas and provide an internship where they in turn would get some kind of either a certificate of accomplishment or a degree or, or some such thing. This is all still in the very planning stages, but it's very exciting. And uh, it, there probably will be more meetings to come on the outcome of that, but it's, it's, what was really great is to see all these people coming together and having a conversation. And as you probably know, uh, converse, communication is key to getting anything done. And sometimes we don't provide enough opportunities for people to sit down and actually talk about uh, an action item that they can move forward on. So mm-hmm. that, that's very exciting.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, I've done some research on the in-situ people down in Benjamin, and how they offer internships for local high schools and Mm -hmm. people around the area. And I was thinking that was, that's a great idea. You know, give another alternative than school, but you can come up and be educated from highly educated people. Uh, What are they? They're an affiliate of Boeing. And I was thinking about it uh, recently, you know, in situ, they have the drones over there with White Salmon and Bingen. You know, that's a great industry for this area. And when I was thinking about it, I was thinking, okay, how, how, what sort of industries could come to Goldendale? And one of my ideas was, well, we put on this last year. There was a lot of people participating in this fundraiser for these wheelchairs for these veterans. And we raised how many tens of thousands of dollars as a community to produce these wheelchairs on track so they can go out and live a normal lifestyle, these veterans who have lost mobility, you know, at least, you know, a relative uh, normal lifestyle. And I was thinking, now what about if, like, one of those track wheelchair track people could, we could set up an industry here in town that'd be kind of a, you know, mm-hmm. sort of tie it back in together, you know, because the people are already behind the idea of the, the track for these mobility. I don't know. Like I said, yeah. uh, I was just throwing ideas out there because that's what the idea of this show is. It came as an idea as I'm bike mountain biking up and down the Dallas Mountain Road. Right. It sparked out of an idea, out of an active, active healthy lifestyle, and uh, so... The mountain biking idea with the track, Trail Riding Association of Central Click at. these are all ideas that I've come up with while riding the bike.
1: And yeah, where well, we've gone from, uh, you know, the broadband part at Biggleton, we well, talked with Biggleton, and hopefully we'll get something out there because mm-hmm. they need the sole service answer well as the broadband. We have Roosevelt, which uh, Linda does with WSU, called Special Crops. Uh, there's actually a grant, but I don't know how it's proceeding right now, but, Work with Roosevelt. Uh, we have Whistram. Uh, we work with Lyle. And we work with White Salmon. Mm-hmm. And of course, Glenwood, you heard about that. Uh, we have three farmer's markets uh, going on. We also have what's called the Gorge Kitten Project, which is housed out of Lyle. And um, we also have what's called the Homestead Fair, uh, which is also out of Lyle.
0: Yeah, we spoke with Amanda Richards on the That's show.
1: Right. So um, Some of the other... True. T- uh, we have uh, the Klickitat Trail Run, uh, which uh, is coming up on November the 2nd, uh, Sunday, November 2nd, Klickitat oh. Trail Run. Uh, we help provide funds for that. We also do the Wild Woman uh, uh, Marathon, which is on a Trout Lake. We also have the Trout Lake uh, Farmers, our uh, Saturday market is with us, mm. and we also have the Goldendale Art Gallery here in town. Oh, really? Right. This year. So
0: I've talked with Charlotte Van mm-hmm. and Connie Gates. And the
1: biggest biggest thing right now, because uh, we have so many uh, groups with us, organizations, one of the things we're trying to provide is kind uh, of liability insurance, because that's important to say, so um, we're able to do that uh, for organizations that kind of come under our umbrella. Oh, So that's okay. very helpful, too, to, uh, for events that they hold, mm. which, uh, they, you know, the... Our gallery usually has a summer event, so that's that's very helpful for them. The mm-hmm. uh, farmers' markets also need insurance, so uh, we're we're in a variety of you know, different avenues here. And big thing is just to, to see success, like you're talking about how do we see it. So, well,
0: I'm I'm hopeful. I think there's uh, you just got to keep your ear to the ground and sort of feel those uh, waves of momentum and sort of. Get on board with them
1: well, and see what we can do you know, to help out, even like even with our uh, local uh, home and garden show.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, out? I went to that last year. That was that seemed like a good success.
2: It and what's really nice about the home and garden show is well, we didn't mention them, we have uh, the master gardeners are, are also now part of uh, under our umbrella, the foundation part of it. But the home and garden at the home and garden show there are approximately sixty to eighty vendors. These are small businesses that uh, you know, it gives them an opportunity to showcase their their you know what they're doing. And the first year we did it, I was so excited because a lot of these people had never done a home and garden show, and their booths were very professional looking. They you know they learned a skill there that they could take anywhere, and so that was that was exciting. But uh, it, the, and we also have some of the nonprofits that have a booth there, and so they have an opportunity to talk to people and and uh, talk about what they do.
1: Mm-hmm. So we've grown from just you know trying to see how um, our action items to the communities, you know, to poverty is it's, it's an issue, a civil issue, and it's, still an issue. it's, it's like, unfortunately not going to go away. Mm. And. Uh, uh, another organization I'll throw it in here that uh, tries to help uh, with that poverty issue is Backpacks for Kids. Uh, they got their five hundred one c three before Seek uh, uh, did, and uh, but they they do work together. What's the five hundred one? The five hundred one c three is a, is the uh, federal uh, uh, authorization that you are a nonprofit. So okay. they call it the five hundred one c three that's their okay. code name for it. Uh, you have to go through. Um, the state, uh, you have to get what's called an employer identification number. and That's easy to get. Anybody can get that. Uh, but then you have to go through a process of filling out some paperwork and sending it into the IRS to become a non Because not everybody can. I mean, they go from churches to fire halls to uh, charitable type or community organization type that seek is. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we did ours back in uh, uh, late 2009, the process was approximately... Oh, six to nine months to get it done, but now it's almost two years to go through the process, and expensive. so and, and things are changing as far as how the, our federal government looks at nonprofits. Some are, uh, you know, some are not as scrupulous as they, you know, have, don't have. Anyway, but uh, we try to really uh, make sure that we help each other, especially with that County, but we're also associated with Scamania County now, too, not just Clickatap.
2: So mm-hmm. yes, for the Does that make
0: things more difficult?
2: No,
1: not really. Uh, it's just that uh, the connections, to, uh, just making sure the communication lines stay open, is the mm-hmm. biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nah, that's a more difficult. It does make it interesting? Somebody like myself, who you know, taught for many, many years, and now sixty-seven, wants to stay away. from Wants to keep the mind active. That's one way to do it. Mm. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, I'll be able to continue to you know, to add.
2: It's a nice marriage between Clicketat and County because yeah. because through Washington State University we were somewhat connected through this project anyway. And so a lot of the folks that that projects that we've worked on have been for both counties. And so we we like the idea that we have more partners to work with mm-hmm. in, And in rural communities um, such as ours, you know, we need all the resources that we can get. One other project that is a big project that we've taken on the last couple of years is we have a senior uh, senior services project, senior living or whatever we choose to call it. And uh, we are in the process of going to be doing some community meetings. We were uh, gifted some monies to, to help seniors. And what we are going to do is go to various communities within the, within the gorge area attack County, and talk to the communities and ask them, you know, how could we help their seniors? And uh, it's, we probably will be doing some small grants to some of these communities to, to help them uh, maybe do some things for within their community for the seniors.
1: I uh, like bringing a class that helps them with wills. You know, things like that as seniors, that's important to do. Okay. Uh, and some might be just uh, like an iPad class uh, just to, to provide communication possibilities for people who are homebound. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's a terrific idea. Uh, some of the ladies I worked with at the landfill, uh, they wanna know about how to find my YouTube videos and all that and like, oh it's this, this, this and they just There you go. It's tough. So yeah. it's just the education process. And
1: if we get you know we get five or six people that, that wanna have uh, something like that happen they can contact us and we can on Very quickly, wherever mm-hmm. that happens to be, uh, we deal with laptops, uh, not desktops, but laptops, and of course the new tablets, because mm-hmm. just being able to get online. And, and the big one of the big projects that we did this uh, last year was Wi-Fi hotspots in Tipton County, not just Goldendale but Tipton County. So we, mm-hmm. we have put out a brochure that uh, lets people know where those hotspots are, and those you get through the uh, uh, Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, with that uh, broadband idea, would that go down to Clickitat?
1: Yeah, it's something that's uh, there on it's... the
0: agenda because mm-hmm. that's, that's a scary place in this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, just as there's no service there.
0: Yeah, you don't have any cell phone service, mm-hmm. and then just just the poverty in general. You
2: know. Well, I I just want to share a couple of things about the community of Clickitat. Uh, the community of Klickitat has been one of our star stars as far as uh, the work with uh, the WSU Horizons project because uh, through that project the community really came together. They have learned to work together to accomplish a lot of things and they were able to receive a, a million dollar grant to uh, upgrade that old mill building to turn it into a community center which they, should be
1: up and running by May. Oh, really? Yeah. And when, so when abouts was that? Well, this happened about a year ago. Mm-hmm. A year ago. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. And so it, that's very exciting because we really feel like you know we we kind of were part of that whole process, and to see something like that come to fruition is is just really. Uh,
0: and so, what it, sort of uh, community building are we talking about? What sort of off? Uh, What is it going to offer the community?
2: Well, as I understand it, the original plan was is that you know we'll offer they'll have some uh, be able to put in some computers and they would be able to do some searches there because they would have online services for people that didn't have it. Um, They were going to be doing a lot of youth maybe youth activities there. There's some space there for rentals. In other words, uh, I think they had their. Uh, little museum.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not too sure where that's going to be. But yeah, we're not. The food bank, the food also.
2: bank was also in there. So, mm-hmm. what they are going to do after they get it remodeled, whether those things will go back in there or not, uh, I don't know. That's maybe still part of the planning process. But uh, it will be a facility that the community can use, and uh, and it'll be.
1: And it might take away some of the use and, and uh, maintenance that the school has to do because that's the that school has. Become primarily the community center, but this will now mm-hmm. uh, help maybe relieve some of that. and
0: I hope so. It'd be nice uh, working think- on a garbage truck, uh, dumping everyone's trash to there. There's some shady
1: areas in town. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, there are <laughs> in almost every town, it doesn't matter where brought sometimes, but hopefully, uh, this will enable them to you know, pull together as much as they possibly can. Go-
0: yeah. 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 Take those energies and put them in a positive, yeah. right? Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. And I think that's what the community has tried to do. Is say, really, they've got some dedicated people. I, I, I just can't tell you how hard they've worked to mm-hmm. to turn some of that around. It's it's been
0: well, that's nice. encouraging.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, yeah, because you know I, I bad mouth it all the time, <laughs> but you know I, I, you know I just put out the ideas, like I said. Uh, try to put out the ideas and maybe other people grab a hold of it and you know take that you know, That's why they do
1: the Click That Trail run. I mean, that's a big thing for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the Pirate Con, we're also part of the Pirate Con. It happens there too. I mean, we uh, help uh, make sure that they can get uh, donations. So they're really trying to do a lot of things for the youth down there, which I think is, is huge.
0: That um, is terrific.
1: And that's a big thing for us, is also mm-hmm. get the youth in.
0: So any other sort of summits that you may have on the horizon? Well you might want to talk about
1: makerspace, but we don't know exactly where that's going to go it's kind of on the horizon.
2: Well we've, no pun
1: intended of course. We've mm-hmm. been
2: talking talking about uh, you know makerspace and you say, well what is a makerspace? Well it's just it's a it's a space, a building space that people come together and they make things. It could be 3d printers, it could be, a whole variety of things, and we had a, some of us had an opportunity to visit the makerspace in Yakima, and it was so exciting because a fellow that uh, they started about a year ago, and he's got this this thing that you look at it, and he says, "Well, we're building 3D printers," and you go, "Oh, that's so cool!" And so they have uh, started a makerspace in for the youth in Benjen and White Salmon. And we've had several meetings, um, through, uh, our secret board and, uh, Clark college has been involved in the conversation and economic development. And, um, uh, we've ta- taken a look at what it would take to get something going in some of the different communities. It's a little premature because it's still part of a discussion, but, uh, Anyway, it's it's interesting, and I think it has potential. Uh, just where it will go is yet to be determined. Just like
1: you said, you throw ideas out there mm-hmm. and see if we mm-hmm. can latch on to something that would make a difference here. And, uh, the entrepreneurship ideas small businesses is, I think, pretty important in Tickle-Tack. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Many different ways. Whether you're dealing with leather, you know, leather making and so forth like that, so in terms of sandals or clothing, or saddles, um, we actually had a person who did a lot of that, but because we didn't have broadband, we had to go elsewhere, mm-hmm. or broadband was available for his business. So mm-hmm. those kinds of things are important. If people like to live in Tech County, it's a, it's a great place to live, but you got to provide the resources that are really in today's world, and that's mm-hmm. that's a big one. Jobs, of course, is always number one.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know we have lots of good people and smart minds who come through our schools. I know, and. It is hard to keep those We'd people like to into town, it. and uh, you know, make yeah. it a yeah. a better community for the people who do need more jobs. I think, but we we could fix all the world's problems if we could here today, but one idea at a
2: time. Well, so, yeah, I think the important thing though, Brock, is you can fix them if you start talking about them and what and coming up with ideas, action ideas on how to. How to do that, and um, I think that's what we try to do. Mm-hmm.
1: So again, uh, they can they can see seek on the web, and it's c e k c w a dot org, and we pronounce it like s e e k seek, even though mm-hmm. the acronym is c e k c w a dot org. Yeah. but they can find some information there, and the communities there. My email and Linda's email is there if they need to have a contact. All right. Terrific. And that's
0: C-E-K-C-W-A dot org. So if you have any questions, be sure to email Brian or Linda. And uh, email me if you want. Uh, leave a comment. Rate and review the show on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Uh it, every, everything helps, and it makes the show more visible to other people who may be looking for uh, the same interest in providing community value or whatever sort of value in your passions that you're pursuing out there in the world. And so let's, before we end, thank our sponsors with Amazon.com. Head to the podcastcowboy.com website. Hit the Amazon banner link for all your late, last-minute Halloween costume ideas, your Ooh. your plates and dishes for Thanksgiving or whatever Christmas gift you have on the way. Uh, you know that's going to help keep this show free for you and me and uh, Brian, Linda. Thank you again for all your time and thank what you, you are doing it's with Seek.
2: Yeah, thank you. All
0: right. And as always, folks, enjoy your beautiful afternoon out there, and happy trails.